by the seashore. She sells she sells seashells by the seashore. I've never been good at the tongue twisters. I'm just trying to get your levels right. Mm. Eleven benevolent elephants. A Eleven benevolent. Eleven. Eleven benevolent. Eleven benevolent elephants. Eleven benevolent elephants. Eleven benevolent elephants. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of Tobin Has Podcast, show about music and music-related things. I am your host, Tobin Fox, and today I'm joined by my little brother, Tate. Hello, Tate. Hello. <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, today is just a, a bit of a shorter episode, but I thought we'd have some fun talking about one of my favorite topics and one of your favorite topics, which is why I brought you on. Video- wait, 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 can we wait? Can we say it word for word? You say that, and I say that, and I say that, and you say that. Sure. Ready? Video game, game music. music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been playing video games for a while. I love video games. Who doesn't? I'd, I've, fortunately, as I've gotten older, played less of them because... To be fair... <laughs> I have a house to pay for. And I have things I need to learn. Unfortunately, playing video games all the time doesn't pay doesn't, your bills. Doesn't yeah. pay the bills. So, Not quite. but growing up, there's a lot of really cool music that I've appreciated from the games I've played. And I know you play games, Tate. What have you been into recently? Such as the older games of The Legend of Zelda, such as the Ocarina of Time, if you've heard of it, and Majora's Mask, Terraria, and a couple other bigger games. Okay. So you've been, been playing Zelda. Not Fortnite. Nope, not Don't Fortnite. Don't get confused. Nope, Fortnite's not allowed in mom and dad's house. Actually, might be, but no. Roblox isn't. No, no Roblox. No League of Legends. <laughs> I remember watching you play League of Legends for the first time. You're fighting like a skeleton dude, and I and I felt scared, but I also felt intrigued to keep watching for some reason. Well, it's a colorful game. It's very exciting, but yeah, no, it got banned in our house. Or well, mom and dad's. I haven't played it since I've moved out, but will I ever play it again? Who knows? It's a mystery. I have other things I need to work on, so probably not. We'll see. But when it comes to video game music, as a musician and as you who are a music student, you're learning new musical things and you listen to the video game soundtracks and you're like, oh, catches my ear. I kind of like this. Yeah, and video game soundtracks and video games are one of the most important elements in video games, if you would not mind. Yeah, it is very important. It, it really pushes a story along. Uh, it, it tells you information about an environment or a situation in the story, uh, whether something's exciting, something's scary. Yeah, but you also have to be careful with the music you're producing. As if you produce, say, let's say, a super cool orchestral thing from while you're collecting turnips, it does not set the mood. Right, yeah. Good music makes a good game great. 
Oh, yeah. And in the right spots, too. Yeah. So, today's special segment is called Tracklist. Hello, everyone. Editor Tobin here. Tobin, in the recording of the episode, didn't do a very good job explaining this segment, so I thought I would cut in and help him out. Basically, Tracklist is similar to the segment Pump Up the Jam, where we are sharing music we like, but this time it's multiple tracks, and it's with a theme. Since Tate and Tobin share a love for video game soundtracks, they thought it would be fun to share some of their favorites. So please, enjoy the segment. Without further ado, here's the stinger for Tracklist. My first song that I want to share with everyone today, my first track of the track list, is the athletic theme from Super Mario World. Ah, yes, one of the OGs. I love this theme. I love this game. Of, of all the games that Dad got myself, and I guess you as well, to play from his childhood. Uh, yeah, Super Mario World is one of the one of the good ones. If I had to pick a favorite Mario game, I'd probably say Super Mario World. Oh yeah, I ran it off an emulator and I finally beat it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was a terrible emulator. It, <laughs> I kept losing my progress and I tried for the fifth time and I was like, <gasps> Yeah, but yeah, of all the themes, the athletic themes one of my favorites, but... I don't think there's any really technical reason other than it's just very catchy. It's one of those songs that just gets stuck in your head. So, yeah, that's my first track of the track list. So, anyways, Tate, what's one song from your track list that you'd like to share with us? Hmm, let me see. Terraria Music Boss 2. All right, so here's Terraria Music Boss 2. This song takes place when you're fighting two of the most important bosses. It is meant to feel chasey, as those two boss fights take place in that theme. It's using an interesting mix of very synthy sounds and natural percussion. Actually, I think Tobin played this game a long, long time ago. Back no. when it was. No. Nope. You? you didn't? I've never played Terraria. I played like a demo of it, but that's it. Uh, I never actually played Terraria. Terraria's You've... great if you have a decent chunk of time. Yep. Or else T you'll never progress. Yeah. But yeah. thank you, Tate, for sharing. Boss 2. I like this theme. All right. My next track I'd like to share is also uh, a nostalgic track thanks to Dad. On the last episode, Ezra shared one of the themes. We chatted about it a little bit, but I really like Terran Theme 1 from the original StarCraft. Ah, uh, yes, an only but a good.
yeah, of all the themes, it's it has this nice mix of kind like, of like like retro video gamey sounds. Well, it it sounds very '90s, which I love. I also love that it has this kind of sense of hope, yet it still gives you a sense of urgency as well, right? Oh yeah, and the second Terran theme, if if is that the one Ezra chose to show? Uh, you'd have to go back to listen to the ah. last episode to find out. Anyways, so that's that was my second track of video game music that I really like. Tate, what is your third track you'd like to share with everyone? Termina Field from The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. like the Ocarina of Time. You've heard the the uh, Hyrule Field theme. That one takes a different, more peaceful path. This one sounds like you're just battling, I don't know, something. I'm trying to remember where Majora's Mask is in the lineup of Zelda games. Was that on the N64? Uh, yes, and it was also on the GameCube. There was a GameCube version and an N64 version. It was released in 2000. Okay. They only had two years to develop it. I think one year, actually, because they took a break from the Ocarina of Time. It's a very well-developed game for only being, you know, developed for one year. Yeah. My next track for track list I'd like to share is one of the... I mean, there's a lot of these, but just one of the loading soundtracks from one of my favorite racing games... Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. Oh, that one on PSP. Not very well mixed, but oh boy, is it fun. The, the, the first thing that popped in my head was Shrek. <laughs> That's it. It's so watery. <laughs> it's yeah. Quack. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of those themes. A lot of them are from like old, you know, two thousands hip hop, which you wouldn't know much about, but um We're a very dangerous. Nor do I know a whole lot about, but that's it was that game that exposed me to that kind of music. Whether that was a good or a bad thing is up for debate. But I will say, uh, I do appreciate the sounds and the aesthetic. Yeah, re- get, get growing up in a uh, homeschool Christian family, wee Veggie Tales time. Yes, that's true. Anyways, Tate, what is your next track you'd like to share? Hmm. This one sounds fun. From the Ocarina of Time. Middle boss battle. It, it happens when you fight one of the more uh, advanced enemies, such as the Stalfos, Dark Link, and a couple others, such as the Dead Hand. It gives you the feeling of danger, but like just this teeny bit of hope that you have to use a master sword to stab in a good way. Yes, good stabbing, preferred. <laughs> Super stabbing deluxe. And have you been? Have you played Ocarina of Time, you said? I beat it, like, two times now. I started a new playthrough, but I haven't got to it. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I played Randomizer. I haven't... Oh. 
Someone's calling. Pause the show. And it turns out that uh, late supper's ready, so... Yeah, quite late. It's actually 9.30, yep. Yep. almost 2. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 9.30. Anyways, yeah, middle boss battle. Another great boss theme. It, another example of the older Zelda music, it sounds still kind of dinky, because, I mean... Just because of what what it was what it was on, like it came out in the nineties. I know the N sixty four. Like it's it doesn't have the same, like I mean it's maybe it's just because of me from when it's, I growed up, growed, grew, grew up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really get to experience the N sixty four. That was just before me, and I my and dad got us into you know the super nintendo so we got to hear you know 16-bit music i never never really grew a nostalgia for the the legend of zelda many people for the late 90s kind of oh. the sound that on the n64 those kinds of instruments i do like them but it's definitely different especially compared to nowadays but another video game tune from my childhood i really love uh, I really like the game Sonic Heroes, and oh, you mean the one where we all they, they all grab fan, hands on a fan and they slowly go up? Yep, that one. Oh. So a lot of Sonic games don't get a good reputation because like there's Sonic a lot of with a, Sonic there's with a bandana, <laughs> Sonic with a sword. There's a lot of not great Sonic games, but there are a few really good ones aside from the original ones, and in the early 2000s. On the original Xbox, I played Sonic Heroes. Now, Sonic Heroes in the game as Sonic with his iconic friends, Knuckles and Tails, there's a level where you are literally thousands of feet in the air and you're attacking Eggman's space fleet. Oh, that one. I watched you play that one. Yeah, it's has probably the best opening because... It's just the loading screen finishes. It opens up to the level. You're just flying thousands of feet in the air about to land onto one of these ships. And just the opening music just seals the deal for just, just you know, awesome level 10,000. Oh, yeah. But I mean... Oh, yeah, there was a level in that game? Hey, where- well, this, this, is the, this is the theme. I just imagine. Just opens up thousands of feet in the air. It's intense. It's awesome. It's Sonic Heroes. Just that punk rock aesthetic it's just like oh yeah here we go as you're falling from the sky thousands of feet in the air yeah even though there's a lot of not great sonic games what sega has done for the games is made a lot of great music for those games i think and this is one of those tracks in my humble opinion that are just you know really good (laughs) yeah Oh yeah, there was a level in Sonic Heroes. I mean, not everything in Sonic Heroes was perfect. There was a level where you had to like, where you were Amy and you had to destroy Sonic because he didn't want to marry you. Yeah, the that relationship 
and dynamic is. Oh yeah, Amy's twelve. Yeah, yes, I know. <laughs> it's a game for children. Tape. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, Sonic Heroes, pretty great. Hi, right. your child. Now you have brought this other one, Graze the Roof. Yeah, from Plants vs. Zombies. A game we do not play, but it has a decent soundtrack in my opinion. Yeah, I've never played Plants vs. Zombies, but let's give this a listen. this and a very famous youtuber named mark rober uses this in his in his science explanations it gives the feeling uh the game is based around plants fighting zombies as the name suggests but it feels planty and zombie at the same time it's like supernatural and i love it i see is it because in the the other soundtracks there's like certain instruments that depict the zombies and others that depict the plants Yes, kind of. So this combines those two different sounds? Yeah, kind of. But okay. the, it, the uh, composer of the, these songs, like, I could have picked any other from the soundtrack, but the composer from these songs knew how to fit them together and, you know, just create music from them well. Well, that is the composer's job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people talk about it as she, I think she has been... Has quit PopCap or EA uh, and stopped producing music for them. And they, she stopped in the release of Plants vs. Zombies 2. Oh, it's uh, you're talking about Laura Shigihara. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the girl that composed that. Oh, yeah, there's memes with the guy in the beach with the piano on fire and he's playing it. Uh, it says PopCap. Uh, don't go too hard on the music. This is only a little baby game. <laughs> Meanwhile. Yeah. Anyways, another amazing track from a game which you and I both agree. I was surprised you didn't suggest this one first. Uh, but I really enjoy, and a lot of other people really enjoy, the music of the amazing Toby Fox. Who made the game Undertale and this track, which you and I love, Fallen Down. Oh yeah, I can play this on piano. This song in particular is a wonderful example of the the character that surrounds no the melancholy of seventh chords with music when you're composing and you're thinking about chords chords are a bunch of notes stacked over each other creating different walls of sound um a seventh chord is basically four notes and if you look at the bottom three notes it could be spelling out a major triad or a minor triad. I'll have to demonstrate this on the podcast another time. We'll have an instrument in front of me. But when you stack on this seventh note, which is a note that's seven notes up from the bottom note, it creates an extra layer that whether you're playing a major seventh chord or a minor seventh chord, if you were to look at the top three notes, 
it's the opposite triad of whatever the bottom triad is. So the bottom three notes, if it's spelling out a major chord, the top three notes with the added seventh on top would spell out a, a minor chord. Minor. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it depends on the seventh chord, but that's something for another time. But because of this extra layering, you have kind of the, you know, the happy major sound combined with the darker or sadder or minor chord. And because you layer that, you get a, a bit of a bit of both, which when you combine happy and sad, you define that as melancholy. And this song, Fallen Down, utilizes those th that basic stacking of notes to create that feeling so exquisitely. So that's that's one of the reasons I really like Fallen Down. I learned it on piano. Yeah, so have I. Yeah, no, it's a good song. Anyways, your last song, Tate, to share. Is it the Death Mountain one? Yes, yes Death from... Mountain from Twilight Princess, a game Fiona and Tobin grew up on. Yeah. Sadly, I just got old enough for it, but uh, we broke down. Yeah. So yeah, our, our family's beloved we just broke. And uh, yeah, no, the one Zelda game that I have played all of, aside from Wind Waker would be Zelda Twilight Princess. And this is the song Death Mountain. I think it really surrounds the Goron's strength and their, uh, like their will to not let Link up Death Mountain. You really get the feeling of the challenge that Link has to oh, face. Oh yeah, and it also displays Link's courage as he's just gotten these new fancy iron boots with his grandma's woolen socks. Right. <laughs> and new sumo techniques. This is actually a, a remix taken from the Ocarina of Time. The, the Ocarina of Time sounds a little more homey as the Gorons in that game are a bit weaker. Not, uh, not saying they're a lot weaker than the average Hylian or human, but it's it's shown as they're a little more afraid of the battle. Like, it's just feeling more homey, you know? Right, because even though the, Gor the Gorons are these, like, big, tough creatures, uh, as the evil takes over the land of Hyrule... Yeah, they, they'd rather they, they, not get they stabbed. Still, they still don't have the courage necessary... Well, they have a bit of courage. In the twi in Twilight Princess and a couple other games, they're shown as big, strong, hulking creatures that you do not want to mess with. No, because if they sit on you, you'll probably die. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, and that leaves my final song to share. Because uh, that was that six of yours? Oh no, no, never mind. That was your fifth. We have two more. My last one and your last one. I, I miscounted. My bad. Anyways, my last song I want to share for Tracklist is from a newer game, which I really like. I actually played way too much of it because it's so addicting. Because if you love chess, you will really love Shotgun King. I'm not a big fan of chess, but I can play, and I'm decent at it. Yeah, Shotgun King takes what you know about chess and then... Puts a shotgun into it. Yeah, basically you play as the Black King piece... And you have a shotgun. <laughs> and then there's the white team, or the white pieces, and they move normally. What's fun about it is as you keep progressing, there's a twist. 
you'll be given a buff and a debuff. Like, say, example, there's you add another piece to the board, but you get another shell in your shotgun. Yeah, so it's from what you would call a roguelike perspective. It's of the genre roguelike, where you have a place, a point where you start, and then you have to keep playing. And then if you die, then you have to start again. Yeah, I got really close on my first attempt because I'm already decent at chess. And I tried again on the same difficulty and I just couldn't get to where I was. Yeah, there's there was 10 levels. Yeah, so I almost beat it on all the difficulties. I just couldn't beat the last couple dungeon floors of the, the hardest level. I was so close to beating the whole game. But ah, I feel bad for you <laughs> as I struggle on easy difficulty. Yeah, anyway, so here is... Uh, the soundtrack, uh, or one of the soundtracks for it, called Shells on the Chessboard by Pentadrangle. Feels apocalyptic. <laughs> that word made any sense? This track does a really good job of conveying the grandeur of what chess is, but also the anxiety as the difficulty increases. But yeah, so that was that was a bit of the soundtrack of Shotgun King. Really good game. Anyways, Tate, what is your final track of track list? I don't know. I can't see. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, is it Lena Rain's other side? Yeah, that's right. From Minecraft. So here is you said Lena Rain? Yeah, Lena Rain's track from Minecraft called Other Side. since like point fifteen. Yeah. And this what what so and this so this is from uh one point nineteen. Yeah, Caves and Cliffs. Pretty new update. No, no it's not Caves and Cliffs. Yeah, it, it is, is from Caves and Cliffs. Then that's not one point nineteen, that's one point eighteen or one point seventeen. Okay, yeah. So Minecraft's changed a lot since I played yeah. it, but I will not deny the quality of the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cute. my thoughts on nostalgia. I remember for the first time, Toad built his base on the mountain. He had he had like uh, I think he had like the elevators, and he was so smart and good at building. And then I got good, and then he stopped playing, and I'm sad now. Well, One I bought day. a house, and I have to pay my bills. <laughs> he still has Minecraft, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just one day, one day we'll be able to play Minecraft I have Minecraft to buy again. another Minecraft account because the couple accounts I have, you and the other siblings have taken them over. Yeah. <laughs> Living in a family of 10 is not easy. Yeah. No, it's true. 
Anyways, thank you, Tate, for sharing Other Side. Pretty good track to end on. I think we'll actually fade out with this music. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Not much. Not much? Nope. Yeah, you don't have any creative projects you're working on. Well, there is this Lego set. <laughs> That's great. What what Lego set? I don't know. I was just thinking of like going in the old bin that has like, I don't know, hundreds of dollars of Lego in it, but the pieces aren't remotely close. Like mom says, why don't you just build the Lego sets instead of buying them? And I'm like, thanks. My fox is now pink. Yeah, I, I had a bunch of Star Wars Lego sets growing up and then I dismantled them all. Like a crazy person. And now we don't have the instructions, so I'm either... I oh, I, I, we have them somewhere, and they're online. But somewhere. yeah, you just you just have to spend a day sorting out the colors and then getting ready. And then we can find the instructions. One time I tried building the TIE Fighter, but like it, it was like rainbow, <laughs> but not a good rainbow. Yeah, no, it's, it, it wouldn't be wouldn't be easy to just build it willy-nilly you'd have to do a lot yeah there's a lot of organizing yeah there's a lot of 3d printed pieces that you need like you know like you have your steve head but you also have your standard brown brick they can easily make thousands of brown bricks millions of brown bricks as they're some of the most standard let's say Mm. also some of the weakest actually according to research like green are stronger than brown huh random facts (laughs) So, okay. Well, I'm glad that you'll be working on building a Lego set. I got to, I don't know. I have to figure out what the next step is creatively. I still have home renovations to work on. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for the spring. I can finally start mowing again and maybe go to camp this year, Sad. I mean, not sadly. Uh, a couple, for the fa- past couple of years, I haven't been able to go to camp. I know. It would be, of... be fun if you could go to camp. Yeah, because so. of the lockdown and money was tight. Yeah. Yeah, no, fingers crossed we'll go this year. But anyways, Tate, thank you for joining me. This is a bit of a more laid-back episode. So if you got this far into the episode, you're amazing. We love you. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. And welcome to Tracklist. So, how this is going to work is Tate and I have both pissed. <laughs> okay. Let's try that again. Try that again. All right. All right. <laughs> That's okay. It was funny. All right, get all your giggles out. (laughs) Sorry, it's so hard. Let me use duck.
in my mouth. Take a sip. <laughs> one little mess up. Let's just a little mess up. Ha, ha, ha.